right, ladies and gentlemen, you have waited all week. Yeah, Boogie Cage. Throwing it down for things BMX is ready. I know I am. Check the ATV Airways. because of that right there was that it and there's no sound some dangerous name. yeah yeah no sound yeah Fuck me. <laughs> i don't know if it's better now hold on no it's fixed oh yeah it's good now do i gotta start over uh <laughs> <laughs> you want me to read it <laughs> 
Welcome to All Things BMX Show, take two, now in season three. We hope you guys are ready for episode 133 of The King with special guest Eddie King this evening. Big shout out to Team Damage coming out of Cape Coral BMX this evening for tuning in with us. If you guys got a BMX team and you want to give a shout out, send it over to me. We'll make sure you guys get your shout out on the show. I got to tell you what, Eddie's going to be joining us. On the Danger Snag video chat line. The difference between racing with or without Danger Snacks, it's the difference between hauling ass and dragging ass. You guys can find us over at dangersnacks.com. Our opening song is brought to you by our good friend of the show, Boogeyman himself. You guys can find him on Spotify. Give him a like, follow him. That's what you guys do. Don't forget you can support the show. You can send us stars on Facebook. You can support us over at Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, you know what? Last week we had a lot of people, right, Melissa, that supported us over there on uh, Facebook. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was a good time. We appreciate it. And I got to tell you what, everything that comes in from um, <clears throat> Buy Us a Coffee and or Facebook, it, uh, it helps us out with new equipment that helps us unmute when we start the show. All right. The studio up in Michigan where Melissa's at is brought to you by DeSoto BMX. Man, make sure you guys check them out under the big top. And uh, I'm hanging out here in the C2IT studio, which has been ripped apart. <laughs> so if you guys hear a little bit of an echo, that's what's going on. We're remodeling here because uh, Mr. Wilson knew ATP was rolling in, so we had to expand the studio. Our chat questions tonight brought to you by our good friends over at BMX Rocks Photography. Who's going to win the girls' pro race this year? I want you guys to put in the chat who's going to win the girls' pro race this year. Not going to win the overall, but who's going to win the race? All right. And uh, tonight's showcase is brought to you by Answer BMX. BMX Newsmaker is brought to you by 110 Nutrition. Make sure you guys check him out. Let me tell you what, little secret, they've helped me lose 20 pounds since I moved to Florida. Uh, Melissa's World Famous Trivia segment is brought to you by BMX Ra uh, Bombshell Racing Systems. And Damon, which he's busy. Look, this is the busiest night for a DJ, just so you guys don't know. Damon is brought to you by Truth BMX Products. And he is out there just making things happen. Shout out of birthday shout outs are brought to you by On Two Wheels BMX. Show opening is brought to you by Gate 9 Custom Number Plate. So when you guys get those new NAG, NAT, district numbers, make sure you call up Gate 9 and get those new numbers. You know what? Don't even wait. Just, just buy this year's number just because Billy only needs more work. The live stream version of tonight's show is brought to you by Mega Design Group, and we want to give a special shout-out to the owner of Mega Design Group, Brian I'm so happy to hear that you're feeling better. You're doing better. Uh, Brian had to go uh, a little bit of a hospital visit. So we're happy to hear the podcast version of the show is brought to you by die job apparel. If you guys want to listen later on, which most of you do, you're going to be listening courtesy of die job apparel. And what we want to do is welcome in our guest, Eddie King, the King himself. Eddie, welcome to the All Things VMX show. So happy to have you on. How are you doing this evening? Good, Justin. Thanks. Thanks for having me tonight. God, it looks on, on the eve of the biggest race of the year, which ought to be fun. 
and on the night of the biggest bar night of the year too. Well, <laughs> I hope it's not that way back in Tulsa, <laughs> but it could be. Yeah. Hey, look, I I got to tell you what, man. You're one of the, the the people that I used to pin, um, you know, pictures up to my wall and have them hanging on, hanging up there, you know, of people. Like I'd, I'd pull them out of BMX Plus. I'd pull them out and hang them up, and you were one of those people. So it's an honor for me to have you on our show this evening. Thank you so much. Thank you. Did you throw any darts at that poster? Um, only The only person I ever threw darts to was Mighty Mo. Okay, I appreciate that then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding, Mighty Mo. Love you, man. Uh, but, hey, look, I'm, I'm very happy to have you on. And for those of you guys listening, if there's a little bit of an echo, it's just the room I'm in. But, uh, Eddie, thank you so much again for joining us this evening. And I got to ask you, as we ask all our guests, man, tell us how you found the sport of BMX. The sport of BMX, it basically came down to uh, getting a bike for my ninth birthday, which is in October, and then upgrading the 2995 Huffy with, you know, bullhorn handlebars, banana seat, and going to the Schwinn shop and buying some upgraded parts, like, you know, uh, taking off the sissy bar and putting on motocross bars and stems and a tank and mud flaps. And when I went to the Schwinn store, there was an advertisement for BMX races on every first and third Saturdays of the month and went to it one time and checked it out and watched it and then participated and, and the rest is history in like early January 75. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, from when you started, let us know when like your first milestone was that you had like you know you started bmx what was that first milestone and i think the first real milestone was actually my third race because the first race i didn't do the very well the second race i didn't do that well the third race i got a it was total points so i got a second and a third and a fifth but i got the first overall and during those first three races in, in Southern California, San Diego, this track that I raced at, was, which is called Silverwing BMX, which is like literally three miles from the Tijuana border, my competition was the, the, the Mexicans that would come over in this van with this other uh, from, well, bike shop guy from Imperial Beach. So I eventually won that day, and then, you know, I got my first place trophy. And from there, things just kind of escalated and went on to bigger and better things. So that was probably the, the first, that's what I call my, my moment right there. When I, You know what? I could find, I could win. I could get something out of it. Gotcha. All right. Good. Um, so what, what, what was the time frame, the years that that was going on? Oh, all 1975, 76. And then, you know, I kind of graduated from some co-sponsors from like, I raced for a company called Prince Bicycles, which was like equivalent to riding a Yamaha bicycle to, um, to a Webco, to a DG, and then to an FMF. And then from an 
an FMF Junior Pro. And then from there, I went to a uh, Torker sponsorship. And then from then on out, it only was Torker and Diamondback for, wow, for a long time. You know, probably almost eight, nine years. I only spent my time on, on a Torker or a Diamondback. So out of the eight, nine years that you wrote for either Torker or Diamondback, um, first question, were they separate companies? Like, was Torker a different company than Diamondback? Oh, yeah, definitely. Torker was more of a homegrown, independent, mom-and-pop type of sh shop. Um, people know Torker. They actually built the very first GTs, and they were a builder for the most part. And Diamondback was all from Asia at the time. So they weren't related in any parts. Diamondback had more of a distribution center already already set up. So it was they were night and day at the time. Mm -hmm. But you know, also Torker made Haro bikes in the very beginning. You know, the double top tube. Get out of here. And GTs. So you think about that. It's like, wow, what could have been, you know, or what happened, you know? Very nice. Uh, so that brings us up into the, like the late seventies. So where was it that you kind of, uh, took on the silver bullet nickname? I don't know. I think when I was racing during the eighties with Diamondback, I always put different things on the back of my pants to kind of distinguish myself from everybody else, whether mm -hmm. it be um, King Edward, Silver Bullet, You Look Marvelous. I would change it up. I would do, you know, I would always repaint my, my, my products differently, the frame, the forks, handlebars, the rims just to kind of stand up and make it look more factory compared to, you know, everybody else. Cause you couldn't get it. Nice. Nice. Uh, and when was it that you took that, uh, nickname and kind of made a big run of it? Like, when was it like, man, this is, this is my name. This is my thing. And, um, were you able to kind of parlay that into any sort of, um, I don't want to say marketing deal, but like, were you able to, to like transition the silver bullet monarchy to, you know, um, like a way for you to make money? Mm, not really. The only thing hey. that if I could take back from that whole thing with the silver bullet thing is come out with a chrome helmet. And back wow. then, I don't think anybody was doing anything in the mid to late 80s with the silver bullet. But if I could have had a chrome helmet back then, we'd be off the charts right now. All right. I um, I don't know who makes a chrome. Does does anyone, if anyone doesn't or does, I'm, I'll order one for you, okay? Perfect. Yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> Look, I'll be the first person to take last place in a semi with a chrome helmet. Um, tell us, tell us some of the teams um, that you rode for over the, over your time of racing. Well, 
I mean, we can start to the independent ones, but really there's only one team that really sticks out or two teams. I mean, Torker was good and everything, but it mm-hmm. was it was night and day compared to what Diamondback was. Diamondback was like, you know, I mean, GT and Hutch can say what they want, <laughs> but Diamondback was like the crown jewel at the time. I mean, if you got on the team, I mean, as an amateur, I mean... They don't talk about it too much, but the kids, everybody on the team, whether you were six years old or, you know, 20 years old, you got paid a food allowance of $25 a meal. So the kids there, no matter how old they were, if they came there with their the parents, the parents paid for their food, but the kids would come home with, you know, 300 bucks in food money every year, every week. And depending on how many weeks of the year that we raised, because it was all paid for, they'd come home with 300 bucks a week with food, with food money. So (laughs) these kids are like making a fortune at like 10, nine, 10. Well, Willie Hubner was young. So he, he probably made a fortune at the time he was with the team. So Diamondback took really, really good care of us. And then if we won the team trophy that weekend, they would, we would have team dinner that night, which was obviously off the charts sometimes. We have some good stories with with the team dinners on Sunday night. Give us a high overview of one of the greatest team dinners you had and what team it was with. Oh, it was with Diamondback one time. And we were at Old Victoria Station in Burbank at the time. And we had won the number one title for the magazine at the time super bmx or something and we all went to dinner the parents and everything else and also the the vp of diamondback came with this mike bobber and we were all there and the families were just eating and drinking all they could and the deal was that bmx well super bmx mike collins at the time was going to pay for the whole uh, meal and everything else well they started getting out of hand and Mike Collins used to like leave a little bit to take to go away and basically check to see whether or not he thinks that he could cover it on his credit card <laughs> and stuff. And the VP of Diamondback was just like, just let it ride, let, let it let, let it pay for it. But Mike Bobrick was really cool with it. The VP of Diamondback he said, "Don't worry, we'll cover the alcohol. You just cover the dinner." <laughs> but he had him like on his like he was just on his nerves worrying whether or not his card would cover that dinner that night but it was so much fun because we were all as the parents they were all there sitting there just laughing because they knew that mike collins was running back seeing to make sure that it was okay that he covered this bill for our team <laughs> but it was cool it was i was always probably the the one of the dinners that I remember that they just kind of like, all right, let's, let's have a little fun with the magazine. Finally. Good time. It was good. Um, I, man, you know, you, you were racing and you were sponsored in like what most call the glory days. Um, so like <sighs> compare, which maybe you don't know, maybe you do know, but like if someone was to say, What's the difference between being full factory, okay, now, 
and then back mm-hmm. in your day to your best ability like just just throw it out there like what what is that difference well i can't i don't know what it is today but full factory back then basically was sure. that you were getting paid a salary mm-hmm. and you were getting all expenses paid to go to a race wow so you didn't have to pay for airfare hotel car rental anything that was full factory you were basically making a living and you were taking your earnings too from that race to, to pay for your living. That was, I, that's the golden era to me. I don't know what it is today with these kids, right? you know, right. maybe a little different. I mean, granted, I think that, you know, Rockstar, Red Bull, you know, make a difference in everything. And, but that was full factory back in the eighties, well, the golden era. What's funny is like, nobody from today's age wants to say what full factory is because i i mean it's just it's totally different from like team to team to manufacturer to manufacturer so uh like thanks for sharing that with us um like much appreciated in your time racing um who do you feel was your most competitive uh competition like who was that individual that like you were like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you, Eddie. It's like you just got on the gate, you looked left, you looked right, and you went, fuck. Who was that? Well, is a, let's think. I got to think about that one for the most part. There, you know what? You can't, be, you can't race at that level and really have that type of mentality Damn it. to be competitive. I love you it. You can't sit there and go, you know what? Hey, I got so-and-so next to me. You know what? They're more worried about me than I'm worried about them. And you just block them out and focus on what you can do to get to the first turn first. Have you ever I mean, pinned up a poster of somebody and then got in the gate with them and been like, I'm going to beat them to the first turn? Mm, <laughs> I can't say that because... Most no, no. No? Okay, cool. I have, and now I race them. Um, And all I can do is just hope my elbows are bigger than theirs. (laughs) That's, that's, that's all I can hope. Um, When, when, when you were racing, what, what do you feel was like your biggest moment? Like your, your aha moment, your biggest BMX racing career moment that you had. Hmm. It was probably in 83 when I graduated from being a NBL B pro to becoming an NBL A pro at the time. Mm-hmm. And the ESPN um, five race series that Rennie Rover had at the time, which was probably the biggest race then. When you think about the five race series that he had, it was on cable TV. It was on uh, ESPN, which was just starting, just like MTV was, and was very popular at the time. And coming out to that race event, and I think about those five races that they had, Miami, um, Waterford Oaks, Johnstown, 
Las Vegas, and then Burbank on there, and how I had an opportunity to take advantage of things in Las Vegas, and I didn't take advantage of it. There was nobody else in the top three or four positions that made the main event but myself, and I got last at that. I got eighth, which basically was 10 points, you know, which was like if I would have finished if I would have not have made not made the main, I would have been at zero points. So it really didn't do anything to me, and I really blew that that series out of the water. And then when I went to Burbank, I just fell apart. In in your in your time racing, like th- th- that's a a moment for you. Um, a lot of people love to hear about like the inside deals, right? So like yeah. <clears throat> um, before we jump over to Melissa for our first chat check in, like when you got picked up and you were passed, like this is a hobby. Maybe I'm making some money. Okay. Like what was that kind of like, you don't have to give any names by the way. Like what did that deal look like for you? And, 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 and when, and what year was that? Like how'd that look for you? Like, okay. Like earlier you said you came out of the B, um, NBL thing, uh, and the, the, the uh, league and you were, going to go into the elite league what did that look like for you explain like walk us through that mm, that's kind of hard to describe it's kind of an open-ended question right there let's look i at love a- i love well, asking open-ended questions yeah because i can i can go there hey, look we talked earlier we can go as long as you want yeah. to talk bro um It always looked it was a, it was going to be a career, just because I had been doing it for so long and I missed out on high school sports and everything. So I was looking at it. You know what? I need to take full advantage of this. You know, granted, I wasn't going to do it for super long, just because, you know, it was we were so new to the sport. I don't think there was a 30 year old in the sport at all. So let's figure out when we're going to peak out early twenties or mid twenties or whatever. Stuart kind of set the, the bar with all of that for the most part. But for me, mentally, I was burnt out at the time, but to take it and think about it as a career. I mean, when I got towards, you know, senior in high school, I was like, you know what, I need to figure this out, whether or not I'm going to take this to the next level and make a career out of it, if it's a three or four years or not. So I think when I was a 17 year old amateur in high school, I had to make that decision on whether or not, you know what, what should I do here? Should I really pursue this? So I pursued the BMX racing part of it and, and gave it my all at that time. That's when I had to make that decision. You were a senior in high school. Yeah, I was a I was a late bloomer, so I was seventeen in high school. Seventeen as a senior in high school, on there. So that's when I kind of made the decision, and I always wanted to be a pro just so I could test my ability with everybody else on there. So I graduated in eighty two, in eighty three, and I was like, oh, I really need to hurry up and make this decision, 
And by the time I turned pro in 83, I was hungry as a lion, you know? Wow, that's crazy. So. Uh, that's just crazy to me. Like, I same as you, man. I was 17 as a senior, too. Um, per, you probably were more disciplined than I was at 17. Uh, <clears throat> and before we get into that, we're going to go over to our first chat check-in. <laughs> we're going to go over and uh, thank you, BMX Rocks Photography. Uh, we're going to head over to Michigan, Heartland. Mm -hmm. Melissa, how's the weather been up there? Actually warm. There's no more snow. It's great. <laughs> you mean I'm coming home to no snow? <laughs> no. Nice. It's going to be 50, 40s, 50s, and some rain it was so. um it was a balmy 82 today we're just Ooh. trying to break you back in gently so there's not <laughs> some like major sticker shock where you can't leave the house at all all weekend or something yeah. crazy all right well how, how's the chat room going this evening melissa well great we appreciate everybody tuning in uh, i'm gonna say hi to i believe it's moses barbosa and i apologize if i'm not saying that correctly. Um, Chase Monholland is with us. Damon Tucson's checking in. Uh, we're going to say hi to Timothy Schulte, and he thanked you for the shout out for uh, Damage Inc. over there in Cape Coral. Uh, uh, James Vicente is also with us th this evening. Welcome. Uh, Tracer Finn also tuning in. All right, I've been sitting here trying to work on Gary's last name. I'm going to try it, and hopefully he'll forgive me. But I want to say hi to Gary Lyakopoulos, maybe. Anyways, he says uh, he's over on YouTube, so we appreciate him tuning in. Uh, Sean Gifford's with us. Oh, Miss Margie Cross. She is up uh, tuning in. We appreciate that, Margie, over on Facebook. John Hinkle is with us. Jeff DeVito says, hi, Eddie. John had said, yo, Eddie. Um, oh, James Vicente wanted me to say much love for a Woodward alum, even though he crashed me when I <laughs> snuck into pro practice. <laughs> you might not even remember that. Who knows, right? <laughs> um, John Pringle says, what's up? He's over on Facebook. Rick Carter with Beer Budget BMX. We're going to be talking to him a little bit later. Uh, sneak peek, wink, wink. Um, Zach Goss is with us. Let me see who else we got. Uh, Robert Cardoza tuning in over on YouTube. We appreciate you guys being here. Uh, David Dortona's listening. Mike Melvin, the other half of Beer Budget BMX, is with us. Gosh, nobody's at the bar tonight, or maybe they're listening from the bar. I don't know. Um, let's see, Brandon Dowler with Calvary BMX. They're from the Akron, Canton, Ohio area. They're checking in. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, Emily Schaefer, my Illinois gal, is with us. She says, what's up, crew? Um, I'll come back to Damon's question. Brandon Dowler also said good luck to our friends and BMX family at the Grands, which I think all of us here at the All Things BMX show echo. We hope everybody has a great, safe weekend full of racing. Um, Chris Medler is wishing Happy Thanksgiving ATV family. We appreciate that. Same to you and yours. Uh, Nicholas Sek 
Sekzawa, Zawawa, I don't know. I, I'm screwed that up, I'm sure. Hi, we appreciate you listening. Uh, Kim Groner Turner is with us. Hi, Eddie from John, Kim, and Ashley Turner. Um, Lauren Widower, Widower maybe, Junior says the king, the legend. Oh boy. Uh, Mike Miranda, Hollywood with Dirty Knobs podcast is tuning in over on YouTube. Welcome to the show. Uh, let's see who else we got. Noah Robinson says, hey, Jerry Hexum, BMX Hex. He says, hey, Eddie. Jeff Schroeder says, hey, hey. Let's see. It's a very syndicate Christmas. Oh, yeah. Sean just noticed the, uh, the I uh, can't even point. <laughs> he had made that stocking for us. Uh, and then lastly, this round, Mark Darcy says, Eddie's my hero. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Damon had wanted to know, hypothetically, who would win King Brothers versus Patterson Brothers? <laughs> it wouldn't be me, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> On a BMX bike, uh, well, I'd say the Pattersons, but on a mountain bike, it'd be my brother. Nice. That's my answer. I'd be like, yeah, if anybody's got any other questions for Eddie, get them in the chat and I'm happy to pass on the word. Absolutely. Uh, That's the best about doing this show right now. If you guys got a question, we're live, man. Get it in there. We're going to put it in here. Um, So, oh, I got one. Take it away. Go, go. (laughs) Uh, Lauren Widower over on Facebook wants to know what was Eddie's first BMX bike? Ooh, can I take a guess? Go for it. Um, rally. Nah, it, it wasn't even a BMX bike. It was a Huffy All Pro from Kmart, twenty nine ninety five. Damn it! I think I might have known. <laughs> twenty nine bucks. Twenty nine dollars. I don't even know. In well, and in, like I said, we took that bike into the swing shop and like got like motocross handlebars and grips and a gooseneck and. Took down the like sissy bar and put down like straight seat struts. Sure. And that's that was my first race bike, right there. You know, I, I put that on the line and those rubber bands start. We were good to go. The rest is history. Man. Uh, I, we're we're never gonna cover as much as I want to talk about in this interview. So, um. I, I'm just going to kind of cruise along at that 10,000 foot overview because <clears throat> we're going to have you back for moto two, three, four, and five. Um, but like one of the things I really wanted to know is like, I mean, you're, you're, you're a fan of BMX just like myself. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, but what do, what do you miss? What, what do you miss from like old school racing? Well, I think old school racing is different than what it is today. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, if you go to the Frogtown Classic, yep. you'll get that vibe. You'll you get the same thing too. I think when they go and and Eric Carter's going to do a race at Velocity and in Maria mm-hmm. and in Temecula in April of twenty three, and it's just the flat pedals, flat turns, 
right. more traditional motocross. You know, what, what you see now isn't motocross. It's, it's a little different. It's the European version or whatever you want to call it. Nothing wrong with it because it, it works on a international scale or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. I guess it's fun to watch to some degree, but it's it's different. You know, and, I, and I'm, I'm old school at the same time, but, but I like new school too because it is what it is. You know, that's mm-hmm. what's there. You know, the athletes are like incredible. So I'm good with it. It doesn't matter. All right. So um, I feel like I fit right in with you. And, you know, I kind of came into the sport a little bit before old school and I'm going to pry a little bit because that was a, a, a an amazing generic answer. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I miss is the start and stop, right? So like the start and stop racing is like mm-hmm. when I look back at some of the like YouTube videos of races, I see like, you know, you, and maybe it was a flat turn or yeah. whatever you guys called it like that was really rad. So I'm going to push you a little bit on like, I I'm look, I love modern day racing. I got clips. Look, I'm, I'm that dude, mm-hmm. but like without, you know, uh, catching flack. If you could be the guy right here at the top of, of, of VMX racing, what would it be that you'd put into BMX racing that isn't there right now? All right. That's the easy one, actually. Here's I like missing. it. Here's what you're missing, Justin. Okay. From BMX today and BMX from before. And I'm kind of leaving out the 80s to some degree, the late 80s. Okay. What you're missing is, is the outdoor downhill series. Okay. Back then, they had these outdoor downhill tracks at these venues. Corona, Rancho San Diego, Yarnell, um, even Angel's Camp was like that. And it's it's something that needs to come back. And I know it's the demand would be there because it really puts like some shirt that I saw last summer that said, put the MX back into BMX. Love it. I think there's, I think there's, you know, there's a series that could evolve from that. And I think there's some growth in it. There's some, you know, that's what brought the sport to where it is today. Nothing wrong with what it's become like indoors, indoors, soil attack. You know what? They got to make the money. They got to have the bleachers, the whole nine yards. But you know what? You can have an outdoor series, I think, just like what it used to be in the late 70s that really promoted the sport that made it popular and made it fun. And that's the, that's the three letter word that everybody didn't realize. It was fun. You know, I mean, flat pedals, flat turns, downhill speeds, uh, a lot more pedaling. It was a lot of fun. And I think, you know, you're, you're going to see it, I think, grow in the next uh, couple of years. You're going to see another venue at Angels Camp. You're going to see the another event happened at uh, velocity in Temecula mm-hmm. and you're going to see that, you know what? Wow. This is what those old guys are talking about, you know, downhill BMX a little bit. Well, 
I don't want to be the one to say we have the money, but we have the money and that's what we want to do. And those that are like, um, like th that was not my generation, but I would love to go like the, I listened to, um, here comes a very cheap plug. Um, <laughs> I listened to the podcast of Dirty Knobs that you were on. I haven't been on there yet, but I've listened to Dirty Knobs. No, you you were. Um, it's when oh, they on, did... the, on the group one. The group yeah, one. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so, right. like, I was listening okay. to that, and um, I was, you know, I watched all the social media posts mm -hmm. on, uh, you know, that race, and I just thought to myself, like. That was the time, like, I fit into this very small square peg that you got to fit a round hole into um, that mid, like, 90s area that, um, like, I wasn't, like, old school, but I wasn't quite mid school. But holy right. crap, is there a ton of us that fit in there? And, like, what happened there was so awesome. And I wish I could have flown out there and taking Melissa and we just hung out and, you know, just talk shit and watch the race because it was exactly what BMX came from, which is exactly what you just said. Um, and I, I truly believe that that has an immense area of growth. Um, <clears throat> how do we foster that though, Eddie? How, how, how do we make that like a big thing? I think it's already becoming a big thing. You I just will not argue that. You know, the Angels Camp thing, the the thing that's going to happen in April, I think, in Temecula with Velocity that Eric Carter's doing, I think you're going to see that uh, original brand of BMX kind of come back and, you know, there'll be like almost two versions of BMX. There'll be the UCI Olympic version, USA BMX version, and then you're going to have the outdoor, let's have fun, bring the old school stuff back and go like, wow, you know, it's exciting. You know, it is exciting. You'll see. Yeah, I mean, we were on the cruise together, right? And then the whole... Um, what cruise? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Go ahead. All I know is, damn, if my BAC was ever taken on that cruise. Just for the record, if you guys haven't booked your room on the Mighty Mo's BMX cruise for 2023, do it now because rooms are filling up fast and uh, you'll miss out on so many things. Uh, there's our in, in, in show plug uh, before the uh, algorithms plug in their ads that we do for uh, our, our, our podcast. So uh, I don't know. God damn it. I wish I knew Mo's phone number. Anyway, that's it. Call mighty Mo. Uh, we'll put the, we'll put mighty Mo's number in the, in the show notes. Um, yeah, but anyway, back to where quick. you were going with. That's a great cruise to go to when you want to just hang out with the old school guys and not have to bring your bike. And get you know? your ass whipped on dodgeball by like fucking you and Stu Thompson. I, went, I went to bed that night. I didn't. I didn't play dodgeball. Dude, <laughs> I still I feel like your spirit was there because 
I ran I around and might have ran into a okay, there might have been alcohol involved, but I think I ran directly into a wall yelling your name. Um, yeah, I think it might have happened. But look, <clears throat> here's the in show advertising because. If people know the show, they know I'm not the guy that is like a big person to just walk up to somebody and be like, hey, you want to be on the show? Uh, I'm still starstruck even after 133 shows plus our Friday night shows that we did during COVID. So like me to walk up to Eddie, <laughs> even though it was on like a, a, a private cruise was kind of a big deal. But I'm telling you right now, just book the goddamn cruise. Okay. There you go. There's your, <laughs> there's your plug. Do it. And, um, the best recommendation I can give you is everyone's going to dress up in the toga. Like everyone thinks they should wear a cowboy hat, a do rag and some grills. Okay. Um, it's a good time. <clears throat> can I tell you a story with the toga party? Absolutely. Dude, it's all right. We, okay. We have okay. nothing. Go. Myself and Patty, we had no idea that there was a toga party that night. Okay. <laughs> okay. And it didn't start till 11 o'clock, right? Ah, uh, something like that. I was yeah, already 11 late. Yeah. 11 o'clock. And Patty was preparing to just, you know what? She was going to make, make a toga out of her, out of the, the towels that we had in the room. And I was like, oh. You go, no problem. <laughs> I'm gonna be in bed way, way before this, okay? Because we didn't have dinner till eight o'clock, and dinner gets done at you know what nine thirty, maybe ten o'clock or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. So I come back to the room and I'm like, you know what? Just all right, make a toga for me. Let's go. Let's let's go to this toga party because you know what? Let's have a good time. I mean, who cares what time the bedtime may be or whatever. So we showed up at the toga party and it ended up being the best time of the whole cruise just having the toga party and, and seeing, uh, Stuart dance. Oh, it was <laughs> oh, so was good. You know, hopefully nobody's got any video, but it was a great time. I, you know what? It was worth it. Yeah. And he, like, he, okay. So let me tell you why. Just like you said, why it was such a great time. Like, I, I you know, I'm there. And we evidently we were a sponsor. Uh, so, like, we're a sponsor. And, uh, man, to, to be perfectly honest with you, like, you, Stu, and so many people on that cruise were people that I just, like, pinned up in my room. And here's this 45-year-old dude. No, I'm not 45 yet because that's next year. I'm like 44. And I got your guys' posters. You're and shit. so 45. Shut up. I'm not there yet. Uh, yes, you are. Am I? Yes. Oh, shit. My next birthday is when I move up? You're 46 next July. God yes. damn it. All right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I got your guys' posters, and I'm on this cruise and it's too many concussions, Eddie. Um, I got you yeah, guys. We'll, we'll say that. <laughs> like posters, and but like we're all hanging out. We're we're all at these parties and these functions, and like there's zero like 
you're this guy, you're that guy. Like we're all hanging out and like we all get to hang out with each other. That was the funnest part for me. Like, uh, I met, I met Patty, I met you, I met Stu, I, I so many other people and it was a great time. Um, and here we are <laughs> talking on the all things BMX show about the crew. So like, it was a great time. Book your cruise. I don't, you know, in a few minutes, we're going to try to call Mo so he can plug the cruise. But before we do that, um, <laughs> how, you know what? I got an awesome question for you. Are you ready? Go for it. How do you feel about cruisers? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think they're Don't great hurt my feelings. For... I race one. Uh, all right. My honest opinion. Cruises are great for people that are 20 and over because they're older. They're, you know, larger. They need, <laughs> a little, they need a little bit more top tube and everything else. He said large. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I see, I see, I see them like, you know, cruises for these younger kids and I'm going, Oh, come on, man. You just like want an entry fee money right now. You know, and this should be for the larger kids. And I really think. The, the thing needs to go back to the manufacturers and say, do you guys, are you guys really making money from these cruisers? You know, if not leave the cruisers to the mountain bike people and to the dirt jumpers, you know, leave it to them to make these bikes to compete with because they would make money from it. You know, I mean, there's a long story I can tell you regarding what I think, that, you know, that, because yeah. I baited you in with this question only because I listened to the um, uh, uh, the Dirty Knobs interview and they like toss that question to you and they're like, he can't answer it. So please, you have well, all the time okay, to answer right, this right. question. I'll, I'll go back to the cruiser thing. The cruiser thing is, is the, it's, it's a watered down pro class. I agree. I mean, it, that's what it is. I mean, I only did it because, you know what? I needed a few more bucks to make my house payment. So I would race cruisers, okay? But for the most part, I wouldn't race that. That's the only reason why. And the manu the promoters, the associations or whatever, they would create that because they needed more entry fee. And for me, there needs to be, like, they need to sit down and really think long-term whether or not the cruiser class is really really beneficial for the sport or not you know what is it you know uh 10 years ago they tried to come out with a 22 22 inch pro class i mean we need to figure it out and say hey all right pro class i mean is this bike and pro cruiser do we really need it or not or what what is it you know is it really a a dirt jumper bike for the mountain bike class. I mean, I don't know. To me, I don't. Well, I guess I'll say it. Say it. <laughs> you know what? Hey, the look, cruiser class look, it's past nine o'clock. It's past nine o'clock. You can drop an f bomb. Say no, it. The cruiser class. The cruiser class. For the most part, it's 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 a watered down title. It really is. So what Eddie it's King water... is saying right now is fuck cruiser class. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's God a damn it. I need title. you to get on the record for something. It's cause... a watered down. It's a watered down title. 
it is. It, it you know, I mean, really but I train. I train for cruiser class. Well, you could have the cruiser class. That's I don't. fine, you know, for thirty and above. But for the most part, it's not. You think thirty above? Like, there's a lot of. I mean, like they just made a new what was the new class? Like fifty. Fuck, I don't know fifty. Uh, what was the new expert or all class? Like fifty five and above. Mm-hmm. Like, do they have a do they have a fifty five and above for twenty inch class? Yeah, it's this year fifty six or fifty five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. why don't they? Why doesn't everybody just race that instead of racing cruiser? Well, because cruiser goes like, fuck, I don't know, a hundred and over. I don't, I don't. <laughs> it's like it goes, it goes they, like I think it's six. Is it sixty? Sixty. Somebody can correct me in the chat, dude. I'm an idiot. So, like, I think it's like sixty something and over for cruiser. But like this year, they went, they went like, um, like a five year uh, thing. We talked about it last week uh, for 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 expert. But like, th- this was a topic that I know you are like, fuck. Here, and I I I, 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 I dig it here, because. Are the manufacturers making money? With Fuck no, they're not, dude. No, no, they're not. No, are so you kidding why, me? Then why promote it as a title? Because there's a whole bunch of amateurs making a shit ton of money on entry fees, Eddie. There you go, exactly. Melissa, cut me off because I'm going to piss a bunch of people off. But I'm just saying, you right now, should. like, I do have a question from the chat. You do? I'm saying you can have it, but you know what? Not have the mom and dad manufacturers making bikes. Have, you know what? Specialize in giant. And... Yeah, who fucking cares? Who cares? Like, if you got the money, put them in there. Fuck it. Roll the dice. But Justin, but Justin take it away. Those are, the, those are the people right there that you want back into the sport. And they were here in the 90s, if I don't remember hearing that from other people they were in the sport at one time and then they 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 vaguely just like jumped out of the sport but because you know what anybody and their brother can go make a frame and fork from sal and vista no you don't even need him uh let's go back to that in two seconds melissa question from the chat well i'm changing the subject so that's up to you guys no go ahead we'll go back Okay, all right. Lauren Lauren uh, would like to know Eddie's thoughts on uh, Diamondback versus or Torker. Oh, uh, they're night and day. I mean, one's uh, Torker was up and coming, and like I said, they made GT frames, they made Haro frames, and the Johnson family is. Um, ultimately hall of fame material they're like a great family that made great products i mean they, they made the double top two which became the haro freestyler and when you go to diamondback diamondback was um next level because of the fact that they already had the distribution center they already had the bike manufacturer they would spend X amount of dollars and they treated their riders, you know, A plus. I mean, that's the only way I could answer it, I guess. I like it. Fair enough. Um, so we talked earlier how we were going to kind of do a bonus show. 
Right. Yeah. So I'd like the parking lot, the grand conversation, if you're okay yeah. with that. Um, and I'd like to know, to uh, what, like, what do you do? What's your day job, Eddie? My day job? Yeah. Like, what do you do? Do podcasts professionally. Do you? <laughs> no. Hey, no. don't fuck around, bro. Can you teach me some goddamn tips? I'm just kidding. No, I mean, uh, um, I do. I still own a residential real estate office real estate office in San Diego mm -hmm. and I'm part owner of a, a property management company in Glendora, California. And that's pretty much it for the most part. I mean, I ride mountain bikes, e-mountain bikes and help promote products such as Canyon, Oakley, mm -hmm. uh, Kuat racks, tennis armor and uh, the great people at Freeride Bike Shop in Gilbert take care of my bicycle needs. So kind of laid back, kind of chill for the most part. Like it. Like it. So if anyone's going to buy some real estate up by you, you're the guy to call, right? If not, I can give you some advice and refer you to somebody I trust. Or you can give them a reference to not buy. You can do that too. Yeah. I'll give you my honest opinion. For the most That's part. what we do. All right. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to the next segment of our show, uh, which is name association. So here it is. Fire off right from the top. Are you ready? Bring it. Here we go. All right. Melissa, are you ready? Uh, sure. All right. Take the first one. Uh, Tracer Finn. Um, a good egg, the best buddy a uh, person could have. Love him to death. I have to pause for a minute. He took a moment out to text me this evening just to tell us how awesome you are, Eddie. Can I tell you a story with him just recently? It's your show, dude. Absolutely. All right. Okay. I put these B1B grips for sale on like Facebook Marketplace and everything. Explain what those are. Oh, I wish I had one with me. They're like old school B1B grips that I okay. put on Facebook Marketplace. Are those Oakley and grips? Yes. Yes. All right. They're black and yellow or whatever, black and white. Which is the anyway. greatest color you can have because Pittsburgh is that color. Steelers? Every, just so you know, every team in Pittsburgh, it's a little unknown trivia fact. Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh Penguins, every professional team yeah. is black and yeah, yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black oh, and yellow. Think about that. Yeah, you're welcome. Go yeah. ahead. Are you, guys, are you guys related to Iowa at all? No, I live in Michigan. Yeah. I have a good <laughs> friend from Iowa. Anyway. Okay, so I have these like <laughs> grips, and I'm like, all right, I put them out for sale, Facebook Marketplace, and my phone starts blowing up. Oh my god! All right, so I take care of these people, and Tracer Finn goes, he texts me, goes, all right, I want one. I'm like, Tracer Finn's one of my good friends. I've known him for 30 years, best friends. He'd do anything for me. I'd do anything for him. I'm like, 
no, dude, I'm going to give you some free pair or whatever. Okay, so I turn back over later, and I get this Venmo for 100 bucks. I'm like, <laughs> you dick, dude. <laughs> what are you sending me 100 bucks for? I just said I'd give it to you for free. So anyway, I'm going to send him some grips with $100 inside of it. Don't tell him, whatever. But anyway, that's Tracer Finn. All right. You. Anyway. I, I hope I can say his name right. Hans Job. Hans Jobe? Jobe. It's Hans, it's Hans Jobe. All right. I think he's from Virginia. What did he ask you? No, you just have to give us a, a, a short. like Short word oh. association. What do, you, what do you think of? Oh, a great friend. I just met him at, at, uh, at uh, Angel's Camp at the... The Frogtown Classic, good guy. I mean, I didn't understand him too much because he spoke too much European to me, but <laughs> I can't wait to see him at the next race, at uh, the next event, which I think will be at Frog, uh, no, Temecula at the Velocity Place. Fucking but Hans Jobe, solid, solid as can be. Motherfucking Absolutely. Temecula, let's go. What was it? You have the next one? Uh, Mike Miranda. Miranda. <laughs> hey, one of my best friends, always ready. I'm an instigator and he falls for everything. That's all I can say. Fair enough. Are you ready for the next one? Go for it. Stu Thompson. Stu. That's Stu baby right there. Um, the legend of the sport. The, the captain of the Oakley factory pilots. Um, any guy who could wear a chicken on top of his head and epic be famous. That's all I can say. Awesome. All right. Next. No. Ready? Uh, Harry Laird. Crazy Harry. Um, crazy Harry. <laughs> Maybe Wish enough said the right best. there. <laughs> Wish him the best in Oklahoma. I know he'd be battling all the boys. Wishing the best. Good luck, Crazy Harry. All right. Next one. Ronnie Anderson. That's crazy, Ronnie. <laughs> crazy Ronnie. You know what? I've known him since he was like 10 years old yeah. back in the day from Northern California when his dad used to chase him and him and Richie around at the track. And uh, um, just a competitor. You know, he is a, uh, how is it, a different athlete. Right now. But much respect to Crazy Ronnie. All right, Melissa. Uh, Brent Patterson. Oh, the ultimate Malachi brother. All right. I mean, when you think Brent, you think Brian. I mean, Brent, I mean, Brent's older than me, so I used to watch his races and his battles with Stu Thompson. And one of the greatest of all time. Absolutely. All right. Um, uh, was it Richie Anderson? Richie's one of the coolest guys out there. <laughs> I mean, he was younger than me. I mean, he was Mr. Uh, Skyway guy for the most part. But I think you think of him as 
what he's accomplished, but I think of him more as a parent and what he's done with his daughter because his daughter is going to be she'll be big the, big time maybe the maybe the greatest female ever yeah. we'll have to see but you know that might be richie's uh greatest accomplishment is his daughter but we'll see still to be determined all right uh brian patterson brian that was my first out of san diego competitor Without a doubt, met him in the California Cup in 76 or 77. And, you know, his uh, blonde locks and everything else were kind of intimidating. But um, I may have won the race, but he won the war. You know, Brian is a uh, still a great racer, great competitor. And I recently went mountain biking with him in i think what june or something like that so it's awesome it's awesome to to be with my friends from so long ago and still go riding trails and hanging out and you know i'm gonna take a, a pause time. just for a moment from like the names we do for <clears throat> you know call it like it's amazing for me as a spectator <clears throat> to fall into what we're doing now only because, like, dude, I ain't done shit racing, but, like, I understand how to do this stuff. But to, like, talk to people like you and ask about people that are in your inner circle, it's really cool to hear, you know, inner stories like what you've shared with us. And, like, the next person we want to ask you about, Clint Miller, you know, there's another person, right? Like I would never know. We would, we at the show would never know about Brian, Richie, anybody, especially like Clint, you know, but like, I really do. I want to say like, before we get done and we go into lightning round, which is going to shit your pants, um, you know, thank you. But like Clint Miller is the next name. Clint Miller. Well, you know, it's recently, I, I know he lives like about maybe an hour, two hours away from me now in Arizona and Clint Miller, he's kind of quiet for the most part, but you think about that world championship that he won and I'm just like, he is the true barbarian, you know, I mean, he's a stud. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen. You know, he's, you know what? He's quiet. He won't. He won't show up at many events or whatever. But when you do see him, that's the barbarian right there. <laughs> Miller's the man, you know. Uh, how about Pete Longkarovich? Longkarovich, long, stringy, um, funny, entertainable, and at the same time, he handles his business. He gets things done, you know. Love Pete. They can say what they want to say about Pete, but, you know, I've been with him as an amateur for a few years and just watch him grow. But Pete, yeah. Melissa, you want, to, you want to take the next one, Melissa? Uh, Greg Hill. Greg Hill? <laughs> Greg Hill. Well, you got to remember, he's a year older than me. 
Okay, so I never really raced him as an amateur, but secretly, and I've told him this, that I kind of looked up to him for the most part because, you know, he got an RX-7, I got an RX-7, he got a Porsche 944, I got a Porsche 944, and, you know, he was the guy that, you know what, I thought that I would want to model myself after because he was all about business. You know, he wasn't all about making friends or, um, you know, doing anything else. He was all about, hey, he was all about winning. So, in a side note, yeah, he had a lot to do with uh, my mentality, my thinking, long and after BMX for the most part, because... You have to have that laser focus on what you do afterwards. And Greg Hill is, you know, look at what he's done. I mean, uh-huh. it, it says right. for a lot of things. Last person. Your brother. My brother? He is everything that I'm not. Okay. <laughs> he's not. He's a much better rider than me. He's a... That's all I need to say, really, is that he's a much better rider than me, whether it become BMX or mountain bikes or anything else. I mean, he's, I think everybody will tell you that, that he's just a much better rider than I was in anything. I mean, he became, he's the number one amateur in BMX in 85 and then became the number one pro BMX in 86. Um, became the UCI mountain bike downhill world champion and hope I get it right. 83 on there. And he is just much more, more talented on a bicycle than I am or, or ever will be for the most part. All right. And that's, that's my thoughts about my brother. All right. Are you ready for lightning round? Uh, let's do it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Lightning Round is brought to you by our good friends at BrandedPopUp.com. Listen to BrandedPopUp.com is to provide fan brand support with the ability to get your own canopy brought to you by your favorite company. I know this. Uh, I was hanging out with them uh, a couple weeks ago. They got lots going on. So make sure you guys check out brand com. It's in the chat. All right. And sorry for the pause. Um, our buddy that owns com. he just got out of the ER. So please send all your you know best positive. Um, he's not going to be happy that I'm telling you guys about this, but I'm okay with it. So, you know, tell fell. Everything's going to be okay. All right. So here's what we do on a typical show. Uh, lightning round. We do quick responses on these questions. Are you ready, Eddie? Do it. All right. Melissa, take the first question. Uh, all-time favorite movie. <laughs> Top Gun. Damn, that's a good movie. Do you like the sequel? I haven't even seen the sequel. 
You haven't? Let me tell Not you. Yet. Let me tell you. Look, Melissa Melissa will knock me out if I'm lying because I'm not going to lie. I fly a lot. I, I do. I fly a lot between Michigan and Cape Coral. So um, anytime I take off or land, what's the song I listen to, Melissa? Danger Zone. Danger Zone! It's the greatest song in the entire world. All right. Oh, all right. Your favorite TV show. Favorite TV show. Um, let's go currently. Let's do so Yellowstone. Fucking good. Isn't it yeah. so good? Pause this oh, shit. Yeah. Let's talk about this. No. Who's going to die this season, Eddie? Yeah. I don't know. I think the daughter. Yeah. Beth? No, 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 no. no. no bullshit. Beth, no, Beth, no. don't please don't die. Please, mm-hmm. baby. Don't, don't, don't die. You don't think so? I hope no. not. What are you talking about? I think she is. I, I, I think, I think the brother that's in the, the, I don't look, Melissa is like, you're going to watch this and I love it. But like the brother that's in the politics, um, is he the youngest kid? Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, whatever. So like that kid is going to live. She's going to die. And the other kid's going to live. I got $5. Anyone wants to go against me? No? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. What's your Definitely. favorite junk food, Eddie? Junk food? Anything chocolate. Mm. Chocolate Man, I donut, rated. chocolate bars. Fuck, I rated goddamn Walgreens today. All right, Melissa. Uh, Eddie, what was the last thing you Googled? Oh, oh. <laughs> the all things BMX show. <laughs> that was just underneath the one that I just I, I looked. I googled afterwards was uh, how to speed up your iMac. Oh, nice. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, favorite city. Favorite city? Yeah, that you've been to in the entire world. Like your favorite. City. Wow. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. That's a interesting question. Yeah, it's exactly. I mean, you, you've done a that. you've done a shit ton of traveling. Yeah, you know what? Um, I don't live in San Diego anymore, but I like visiting San Diego just for a couple of days and then getting the out of there. Still, <laughs> all right. It's a great place to visit. But I can understand not living there anymore. That's good. All right. Melissa. Favorite frame material, aluminum, steel, or carbon? Aluminum. Come on now. Yeah, boy. All right. Your favorite pizza topping? Oh. Um, mm, It has to be mushrooms. Nice. Uh, If you hadn't gotten involved with BMX, what do you think you would have done? Baseball. Baseball. I can see that. Uh, sweet or salty? Ooh, probably sweet. Right. Uh, uh, pie or cake? <laughs> After that cruise, <laughs> it's going to be uh, pie. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. Favorite guilty pleasure? 
Um, I gotta plead the fifth on that one. Fair enough. That's <laughs> all right. All right. It's a fair answer. It's an answer. Uh, Instagram or Facebook? Ooh, interesting. I like Facebook. Instagram is so tough because I think Instagram and social media is all about having hot women for the most part. And so we'll never uh -huh. like, man, I'm... Compete with them. we'll never compete with them. So I'm like, no. whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, even myself, I'm watching like these reels and these stories. It's like all these hot women. I'm like, I'm the guy that's man, the I wish I had big titties and no talent. Exactly. I'm like, even for mountain biking, you know? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. They're still hot and everything, but oh, you got like 200,000 followers. <laughs> That's me right there. I'm going to follow yeah. you. Okay, perfect. I wish so, I had anyway. big titties and no talent for 200,000 followers. Well, I might have it's one, crazy. but not the other. All right. Uh, Apple or Android? Apple. Atta boy. Uh, what talent do you wish you had? Wish I had? How to get uh -huh. followers on Instagram. What's that? How to get followers on Instagram. <laughs> exactly. I wish I could get followers on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only like at 3,600 or something like that. And I'm like, I'm giving up. Whatever. Fuck it. Toss Sorry it about in. That. <laughs> hey, um, so what's one thing? that people generally are surprised to find out that you have as a talent talent. <laughs> I don't think they do. I don't have any <laughs> talent to tell you that truth. Like There's none, not like plunging um, a toilet, fucking no, wiring elect electricity. Nothing like that. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of some things I'm going, oh, no, I shouldn't say that. No. Hey, um, you're good. We're PG 13. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a good overall guy, you know? All right. Fair enough. All right. That's good. Melissa, you got the next one. Uh, what was your first job? Uh, paper route. Fuck oh, out cool. of here. Gangsta. Get at four o'clock in the morning and get on my bike and start slinging paper. Oh. paper route and then advertisers and stuff like that but yeah so you know that like tomorrow's the big day right for paper because like oh yeah yeah tomorrow yeah tomorrow's like the big all, day. like all the flyers and stuff oh fuck yeah the inserts huge man yeah. you went from like you went from a like... you went from a paper like here to like pfft, it was massive anyway uh last question are you ready do it. All right. Favorite Wednesday night live BMX podcast live stream show that you're on right now. Hold on. <laughs> can I call? Can, can I call for advice real quick? Yeah, Hold you, on. You, 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 you can phone <laughs> in to the all things BMX show. <laughs> oh, I got the answer now. It says all things BMX show. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thanks, Perry. Perry, Perry answered that question <laughs> right. for me. We're going to go to a quick 
quick commercial break. You guys don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these quick commercials. Sports World, the best value in the world on bikes, parts, and equipment. It's time. We're back after that amazing commercial break. Are you unmuted? Yeah, I'm on. I, 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 <laughs> Just checking. I did unmute Melissa. Okay. Here we are. Right there. And we're going to go here. We're unmuted. <clears throat> cool. So, anything happen in the chat room, Melissa? Mm -mm. you're not no, helping me on stalling why we can go into trivia our newsmaker right you want to go to newsmaker we can go to newsmaker we can go there it's good stuff. well that's what's next all right well um shit um god damn there's so many things here newsmaker segment who's it brought to you by melissa uh, 110 nutrition. Um, that's We're going to go there. And um, I got to say thanks. The, the, these guys have done a ton in um, helping. Well, I've lost a shit ton of weight. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, thanks. Um, to say it. No, like for real, like 
I'm not as fat as I was when I talked to you on the cruise. So like, uh, things are okay. They're good. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's good. Uh, I, I want to talk about this on the newsmaker segment before we call our friends over at the, uh, Valor, uh, Valor BMX. So, We've been promoting the whole Waukegan BMX um, toy drive. And uh, as soon as I know how to put this on full screen, I need you guys to look at what you've all been a part of, okay? So that right there is what you guys, gals, everybody's been a part of. That shit is massive. The Waukegan BMX group would like to thank everybody that donated all right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They've got hundreds of toys to drop off. Um, and look, we did what we could here at All Things BMX Show, and I'm really happy to be part of it. So thanks, everybody. The toys are going to get dropped off on the 22nd to the hospital. The drawing for the autographed Connor Fields jersey is going to be on the 23rd, all right? So admire what you're looking at right now. Like you are part of that, okay? Um that's pretty awesome. Shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Um yeah, they really did a hell of a job. I forgot the phone number for the person I got to call. Um give me 2 seconds. We're going to go to the next segment right now. Not floor Son of a... I'm sorry. Um, do you want me to do trivia, hon? Yeah, go to trivia, and then we're going to call. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, I got All right. Answer. This is going to be a question for the fast Googlers out there. I can just tell already. <laughs> um, all right. I got a humongous sticker pack going out to the winner, as well as a die job apparel, uh, printed, what are these, sort of a cooling towel, I think you call them. Um, I have a size large pro experience i can't figure out this camera very well uh black and white t-shirt to the winner <coughs> along with your t-bone backpack which has something in it even better um okay so ah uh, trivia question let me clear my chat here and clear I would like to know when was the first Thanksgiving, being that the big day is tomorrow. So first person in the chat with the answer to when the first Thanksgiving was, I'll get this prize pack out to you. 
Um. <clears throat> Shit. You went. <laughs> no, I'm. 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 Um. I told Daniel. Uh, hang on. Give me two seconds. We're gonna call Daniel. He's over in Utah. Oh yeah, with with Valor BMX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally awesome. Sorry, I suck. Uh, I thought I put it in the show notes, Daniel. Uh, da, 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 da. He's giving me a phone number. Maybe he called me. Oh shit! I hope he did. Um. Uh, Daniel, I know you're listening. Call me right now. Uh, I, I literally have NASA setting in front of me. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that is true. If anyone wants to see what I have to look at, like I'll, 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 I'll text it to you. Uh, two seconds and nope. So we're going to talk to our friends at Valor BMX here in two seconds. Um, nope. Um, I'm going to, oh, there it is right there. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it for you. Oh, I can't repeat it. <laughs> two, two. Uh, we're going to call them and they're going to tell us about what they're doing. Um, here we go. <laughs> Sorry for the pause guys. Hello. Hey bud. How's it going? Hey, good, good. Well, um, uh... I, I completely lost track of what I was doing on the show and lost your phone number, but welcome to the show. Please give an intro uh, to what you have going on, okay? Yo, absolutely, yeah. So my name's Daniel. Um, I'm a Marine Corps veteran and also um, you know, a disabled veteran as well. Um, kind of what we have going on is we do, we do Valor BMX. Um, it is an all-military veteran race team. Um, with that being said, we did decide this year that we were going to also incorporate, you know, children of those veterans. Um, we figured that we were kind of shoehorning our team by not allowing that same support that we give to the veterans, to their families as well. That's kind of the thousand yard picture, if you will. All right. So what's your guys's mission and what is it you're looking to accomplish? Sure. So when I first started doing this, I, you know, I, I quit BMX probably when I was around 13 years old. I used to race in Chandler, Arizona, one of the big ABA tracks back in the day, you know, and I, I raced until I was just about to hit expert and then just kind of realized at the time I want, you know, I wanted to pursue other avenues, but coming back, you know, I, was, I thought it was just going to pick up where I left off. And I realized that there was a huge, massive you know, loss of adult riders from what I'm used to out here in Utah, especially. So one of the things else that I've realized is there was no veteran programs or any type of military discounts for any veterans, anything that would incentivize veterans being on the track and bringing those adult riders to BMX. So, you know, I did a little research, um, you know, and I discovered that, that there was nothing. So what we decided to do was, um, you know, as a team, is I did some research into the benefits of, you know, BMX racing for vets. And I, what I discovered was 
is that the Rocky Mountain um, District of the VA did a study about PTSD and physical exercise. And one of the major things that it does as far as exercise for veterans that have either mental health or any types of uh, mental illness is that it actually can reduce a lot of the major symptoms. Um, And so on top of just getting the community, bringing these veterans out to a sport, maybe they don't want to play, you know, conventional football, soccer, what have you, you know, there's a huge health benefit to this as well. So one of the things we were able to accomplish as well this year is we put a, um, it was actually a rider who has no use of his legs on an electric bike on a BMX track. Um, You know, I was told it couldn't be done, um, you know, but I was also told that, you know, I couldn't get the entire state of Utah's tracks to give a military discount of 50% to all military veterans that enter the racetrack. And I did that within two months of opening the team. So, you know, we've, we've had quite a bit of success. That individual came out to um, Deseret Peak out in Twilly, Utah on an electronic assist bike. And he showed the, the track operator that he could safely navigate the track. So this upcoming year for the 2023 year, we're actually going to be opening up a uh, disabled person's moto, which is going to be like an open where they're going to have the opportunity to compete, which is what these guys really want. So we've done quite a bit. 2023, you're going to see a lot more of us touring. You know, I plan on attending Mm -hmm. Silver Dollar Nationals. You know, I also want to do Black Canyon Nationals, go back home to Arizona. My wife and I are kind of considering going out to Florida and doing one of the nationals out there. You know, so for those of you that haven't met us or never heard of our team, you know, hopefully this upcoming year will will prove to make that. Hey, uh, if you want to come out here, like... The Cape Coral uh, State Race is massive, but it's only in a couple weeks. But, you know, if you want to come out here for one of the state races, uh, we got you covered. All right. Awesome. Uh, so if if somebody wants to be part of what you're doing, which I think is amazing. All right. So, like, I mean, you're putting people on the track that were just basically told they weren't going to. Um, how, how how do they get a hold of you? Okay, so we're actually, we're all over social media, you know. So right now, you know, full disclosure, right now our social media is being completely ran by me. So it's difficult sometimes to keep it, to keep it up and and running the way I want to. However, you can always reach out to us through Facebook, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just Valor BMX team, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and you'll see we have our, our rider in a red, white, and blue background. Um, you can also, we have, we do a lot on TikTok. That's kind of makes it easy for me to edit my videos, um, mm-hmm. and put, you know, put content out to where people can, can find it. Everybody's on TikTok nowadays. And then Instagram as well. If you look up Valor BMX team, you know, mm-hmm. there's only one of us. Um, and if you guys contact me at all, I'm super responsive. I try to be there, you know, as much as I possibly can, um, you know, because that's, that's what the whole mission is. You know, I, I see a lot of people that are on the sidelines watching their kids. And what's interesting is that just this last race I went to, I, I picked up two different families that are like, hey, we really want to do this. Um, you know, one of them is a military officer. He's still in the military. So it's really right. great stuff. Most most parents don't realize there's parents that are doing this with their kids. So. Love it. Um, so <clears throat> all I want to do is plug what you're doing. Um, and make sure people know how to get a hold of you. <clears throat> we're going to put it on our page, put it on the website, and we're going to put it in the show notes. 
Uh, but one more time, Dan, make sure that, you know, you, you tell people how to get a hold of you. Um, do you and, and by the way, do you have a number plate sponsor yet? We do not. That's something oh, that well, we, that we well, you're just going to shut on. that down right now. So for 2023, just let me know how many number plates you need and all things BMX is going to ship them out to you. I, I really do appreciate that. No, no, no. So we got you, man. Uh, just, just, just tell me a number cruiser and pro whatever, the, whatever the other class is. And, and I got you. Okay. Uh, and we'll ship them out to you. Okay. Oh, perfect. Well, um, just to kind of go over it one last time, as far as, you know, what, it, uh, one thing I didn't, I don't think I covered and then we'll get into exactly it's all how you, to man. get a hold of me. Um, is we, so we don't have, you know, if, if you're listening to the channel and the show and you're saying, Hey, I don't have what it takes to be on a team. I'm not ready. You know, just know that I'm back to novice. So when I re when I came back in, you know, I got fat and old, like, like the majority of us, <laughs> you know, 20 year hiatus does that to you. Look at so your I'm glorious host right now. Yeah. You know, and, and so, you know, we have riders in all different, you know, classes, you know, and, and to me, the, the only requirement that I that I really have is that you are either a direct descendant of a military vet or you yourself are a veteran. If you have an honorable discharge, one of us will reach out to you. We'll verify yeah. it through, you know, your VA ID, your DD-214, you know, very easy methods of verification. And then once once that goes through, you know, you'll get access to all of the benefits that the rest of us get. And, and again, if you guys want to get a hold of us, the best way to do that is honestly is, is on Facebook. Um, you could even send me an email. It's just ValorBMXTeam at gmail.com. Um, um, you know, our TikTok or, or whatever, you know, whatever, you know, poison you guys pick for, for your social media, just give us a, a ring or send us an email and we'll be sure to get back to you. Yeah, perfect. Uh, we're going to put the, like, all the social media outlets right in the chat, in the show notes. But look, uh, I got you guys' number plates, okay? Perfect. Thank you guys so much. Love what you're doing, man. Love what you're doing. Um, me, look, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, when the recruitment showed up to my school, they were like bullets. And I'm like, fuck that shit. I ran the other way. I volunteered for the fire department in my hometown. Uh, but I appreciate everything you do. And uh, uh, we love what you do here. So, we're, we, you know, we want to be part of you. And, um, <clears throat> We have many people that are part of our group that are veterans, too. So uh, the only thing I'd love to do is just help you guys out. So we're going to help you out. We've got your number plates. So uh, we'll talk, and uh, I'll get you guys' number plates for 2023, okay? And maybe, maybe we get Eddie King to autograph them for you. Hey, that would be amazing. That would be <laughs> awesome stuff. All right. Yeah, look, you guys need anything anything make sure you get a hold of us we'll put it on the show man explain to everybody that's listening to this show right now dan how easy was it for you to make people know to be aware of what you guys are doing on our show i mean it was it was very simple i just you know i've been kind of keeping track on social media and i saw you guys on facebook and i just reached out and just said hey you know what you know this is our this is our group you know, outreach is our biggest need right now. 
um, you know, in the, in the World Wide Web, there's so many people that are that are doing BMX, yeah. and sometimes they can get lost in the sauce. And you guys were super responsive, so it, it was it was very simple. You you literally messaged our Facebook page, and then we were like, "Hey, cool, let's do it!" Right? Absolutely. Love you, man. Uh, look, you're part of the family. Anything you guys need, anything we can help you with, you are now part of the syndicate. Thank you, Dan. We appreciate it. Um, thanks for joining the show this evening. <clears throat> and uh, we appreciate anything else you guys have. Get a hold of us, all right? Absolutely. Hey, all of you guys have a great night. All right. Merry Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. All right. Look, help out Valor BMX. You want to know why? Because they know how to use info at all things BMXShow.com. And that is, that's like legit our entire uh, newsmaker segment this evening. Melissa. Yeah. What's up? I got a winner. That's what you're going to ask Get me. Get out of here. Yep, I do. Who's our winner? Uh, Low and Slow over on YouTube came up with it first. Is that cat uh, out of Florida? Is- the first Thanksgiving was actually October of 1621, according to Google. Mm. Yeah. So uh, send me your name and your home address or wherever you'd like me to send this. And uh, we'll get it out to you. A little, little behind on shipping. And now it's coming into the holidays. So it probably won't be until next year. But who needs a t-shirt in the middle of December anyways? So. Especially if you're down south. <laughs> All right, next week. I gotta tell you guys, James Vicente. He's gonna be joining us. He is from the infamous Dirty Knobs podcast show. Make sure you guys are joining us next week. It's gonna be a good, good time. He's kind of the co-host of the co-host on that show, so it's gonna be a good time. Uh, you guys don't miss out next week. James Vicente joining us <laughs> next week. And uh, we're going to go into um, our showcase segment, which uh, <clears throat> I kind of like to throw it over to uh, Eddie to help us out uh, if he can. Are you ready, Eddie? I'm good to go. Trust me. All right. Here we go. James Vicente isn't in pro practice. I'm good. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna have to toss it out. Okay, all right. So here we go. Give give Dirty Knobs and James Vicente a plug right now, because Todd Lyons is the current uh, guest this week. So you take it away for them. Well, let's uh, let's do these things here. <laughs> James V from Dirty Knobs, where are we at? He'll be on next week. Next week? All right, perfect. And we've got Todd Lyons coming on next week, right? Well, he'll be on the the Dirty Knobs podcast. Yeah, not our show. Okay, then we've got Todd Maybe Lyons one day. on the Dirty Knobs podcast. <laughs> and then after that... I don't know. I don't... I, it's going to be... Wait, no, I do know. I'll, I'll pull it up in a few minutes. But look, you guys know... Uh, check out episode 18 18 Eddie 18 that's that that is where uh, Dirty Knobs is at right now 
the Todd Lyon show. Um, right. <clears throat> check them out. And uh, we're going to go to the mom's talk. Here we go. Shit. Oh, uh, Melissa, tell them what's going on at the mom's talk. Yeah. Right? So the, they, uh, I just actually saw there, mo most of them are live from Grands earlier today. So I think they're all traveling for the rest of the year. But their latest <coughs> episode uh, was the BMX Life Through the Eyes of Will Grant. So they talked with Will and got all caught up on his life and, and Acre Farm. So I'm sure they'll be putting out some new stuff before we know it. Absolutely. And <clears throat> you guys make sure you guys don't miss out. Oh, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. If you want a bonus show, here's what we're going to do for you this evening. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk creams. Uh, so typically we do the show. We cut it off. We have an after chat. And here in a few minutes, we're not going to cut it off. We're going to go over to Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I hope you're ready. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. That's what I want to see. Yeah. See but before we do that, there's a loud echo in here. I'm not used to the normal studio that we have built, Melissa. But Beer Budget BMX Show is typically live on Saturdays. However, it may or may not be this week. It could be. You never know. But it is the only live stream open forum show discussing the hot topics, hot takes, teams, news, and track gossip around the BMX sphere. Got to tell you what, if you haven't saw it, man, they got a new show layout, ladies and gentlemen. When you think of beer budget BMX, what do you think, Melissa? I try hard not to. Yeah, you do because typically you think of a lot of small people with their shirts off flexing like they're at a goddamn muscle show. But that is not what the beer budget show brings you. What the beer budget show brings you is the goddamn satisfaction of a whole lot of people massaging each other prior before they go up and show you their muscles. This week, make sure you guys tune in, tune out, turn off the knob. Make sure you tune in to the Beer Budget BMX Show. And if you guys have anything to do which you don't, tune in to the after show this evening. It's a shirtless... What day is today, Melissa? Uh, Wednesday. Well, Melissa's not going to participate. It's a shirtless Wednesday show. We're going to talk after the show's done all things grants it's optional with a shirt make sure you guys hang out with you it won't be any more awkward than when jerry and becky falwell proposition that 21 year old to hang out with them at the pool turn in tune off turn the knob up to 11. ladies and gentlemen that's what we do melissa tell about lane eight podcast show yeah so their new episode is uh <laughs> an interview with ronan weber uh, they titled it Ronan Weber, Cool Dude from Down Under. So I'm going to put the link in the chat. <clears throat> yeah, he does an awesome job uh, with his show. Um, it's a good time. Uh, <clears throat> boss Man, make sure you guys are over there checking out Boss Man. And let's call, can we call Chris? Yeah, birthday time. It's birthday time. Let's call it Chris. I got to get here. Chris B. I'm getting yelled at. 
wrapping up by the other processor. God damn it. Here we go. Birthdays. Hello. Who are you? Uh, I am Chris Peer. Chris with the Beer, All Things happy birthday. Hey. You ready to do the birthdays up at your goddamn Bob Seeger vacation home? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not anything like that. Trust me. No, it's only <laughs> but, five stories of a cabin in northern Michigan. Take the birthdays away. All right, birthdays this week, Thanksgiving week, actually. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, um, birthdays brought to you by On Two Wheels. So if you're out at the Grands, you need some parts, you're at a national somewhere, check out On Two Wheels. They will take care of you. So if you're celebrating your birthday this week, you are celebrating with Greg Mathis, Tim Schaefer, Chris? Blake Sawyer. Gross. Yeah. Uh, we lost you at Tim Schaefer. Oh, okay. Oh, back up there. All right. So Tim Schaefer, R- Randall Browner, Denny Terry, Blake Sawyer, Greg Flowers. All right. This one's what I'm going to mess up. Uh, Eric Baca. 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 All right. uh, Brian Miller, John Dutton. Better get that name right because we got to go out to uh, Yellowstone. That, that's, a, that's the first thing that came to mind when I said that. Um, uh, Crystal Moore, Frank Medlin, uh, Renee Dunham. And those are our birthdays this week. They so, are all of the birthdays, Chris. I know it was kind of short this week. It was I don't very know. short, man. That's fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, uh, so, what, what, what's going on up there in northern UP, bud? Uh, no, we're we're in Gaylord, Michigan. So just uh, yeah, northern part of the mitten. And uh, I got uh, my wife Shelly's up here, and my two daughters Ann and Amanda. Anna's living up. Here. Yeah, by the cell signal, we can tell. All right, bud. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling in. Uh, As always, Chris takes care of you guys on your birthday shout-outs. If you guys have a birthday that, um, well, basically is not a friend of me on Facebook, send it to info at allthingsbmxshow.com, and we'll make sure you get it on here. Uh, We're going to toss it over to our guest this evening, Eddie, before we check yes. out for the first part of our show, um, I want to make sure you have time for a shout out. Thanks for everybody. Let's do it. Take it away. First off, I would give a shout out to my sponsors. They've always helped me out since day one. For the most part, Shimano and uh, Canyon Bicycles for the most part. And Oakley, they've always been there for me. Tannis Inserts, which have been there since I can't uh, remember for the most part. And my friend Brian Morris at a free ride bicycle shop in Gilbert, Arizona. 
it always takes care of my bike whenever I need a little maintenance done to it. It helps me out, which is awesome. If you ever come out to Arizona, let me know. And find where you can need a, a rent a you can rent a, a e bike or a mountain bike and get some maintenance done and ride some of the uh, world's best trails out in Arizona. It's awesome. All right, we appreciate it. And as we said earlier, we will be um, going into part two of our show this evening. So you guys stick around, Eddie. If you ain't got nothing going on, man, we'd appreciate it. If you want to hang out with us, uh, we're going to remote into um, Oklahoma here in a few minutes. All right. So uh, I would love to like yeah. get into, get involved with with Oklahoma with uh, Tulsa. All right. Hang out with us, man. Let's we're not going to go anywhere. Let's do it. All right. Uh, I got to say this uh, before we sign off for the first show. Uh, which we will be doing the second show. I uh, just have to make a few phone calls, make sure everybody can uplink. I want to say thanks for everyone joining us. Uh, it's, I've been hanging out down here in Florida, um, away from home. You, you guys have made it feel like home. Thank you. I uh, can't wait to get back home uh, to Michigan. Everyone has made it amazing. Uh, I don't want to take a whole bunch of time. Tell you guys how awesome it is here in Florida, but you guys made it a lot less shitty for me so I could hang out down here away from my family. Thank you guys. It's been awesome. And it's been amazing. We got to interview Eddie King tonight, Melissa. How awesome is that? Holy shit. Um, so, uh, Thank you. And we like last week we've got to Damien Lacombe. We've had some awesome co-hosts. So thank you, Florida. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, flying out tomorrow and uh, going home. So you guys don't go anywhere. We're going to take a short pause. So you guys that are watching, I have to drop the um, feed. All right. So you guys don't go anywhere and I'll restart the feed. And, um, well, I mean, let's be honest. The Beer Budget Show is never prompt. So we're going to restart everything here in a few seconds. Don't go anywhere. Look, if there's somebody down, pick them up, love them, give them a hug. That's the best Chris Allen I can do. You guys have a great night. All right. Melissa, you got anything? Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I got moto.